Welcome to BrainStuff from How Stuff Works. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. About 300 different species of squid have been swimming in the world's oceans for more than 400 million years. There are three species that grow to massive proportions, the giant, the colossal, and the jumbo, also known as the Humboldt squid. While many squid are just a few inches long, giant and colossal squid are enormous. These two types are estimated to reach from 35 to 60 feet in length, that's about 10 to 18 meters, including their body and tentacles. That's larger than a full-length school bus. And they can weigh up to 1,000 pounds, or about 450 kilograms. Their protruding eyes are the size of volleyballs. Humboldt squid are the smallest of the three, only about 6 feet, that's 2 meters long, and 100 pounds, or 45 kilograms. But how did these marine animals get so big? The most common explanation is a phenomenon called deep-sea gigantism. The theory suggests that over time, small, shallow-water creatures evolved to live at vast deep-sea levels by getting bigger, likely due to a combination of food supply and the increased size of the predators at great depths. In shallow waters, it's advantageous to stay small because there's limited food. But at the extreme depths where massive squid are thought to live, between about 650 and 2,600 feet, that's about 200 to 700 meters below the surface, bigger creatures have size and endurance on their side when traveling longer distances in search of food. When you're a small fish in a large pond, you're a snack. But if you're the big fish, you have your choice of snacks. But is the whole ocean their buffet? including human ships and submarines. Sea creatures feature prominently in seafarer tales around the world, dating back to ancient times. In Greek and Roman mythology, there's tales of great battles between man and marine monsters capable of pulling ships underwater. 12th century Norwegian sailors told stories of sea creatures they'd seen. By the 18th century, the creatures of Norwegian legend had grown to the likes of islands with arms. It's thought that giant, colossal, and Humboldt squid are aggressive, opportunistic creatures that prey on anything that comes their way, from easy meals of fish and shrimp to a more sporting hunt of other large cephalopods and whales. The Humboldt, specifically, are known to be fierce, cannibalistic fighters. Mexican fishermen have nicknamed them Diablos Rojos, or Red Devils, because of their body's red color and their hostile nature. And a squid of colossal dimensions featured in Jules Verne's 1869 novel 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, said to be a fictionalized account of a real encounter between a French Navy ship and a giant squid. Whether the original account is entirely fictional or not, the novel piqued the public's interest in deep-sea gigantism and marine attacks, and certainly isn't the only account of squid attacking ships. In the 1930s, the Brunswick, the Royal Norwegian Navy's 15,000-ton tanker, was attacked three separate times by different giant squid. Each account tells of a squid pursuing the tanker and striking it suddenly, tentacles wrapped around the hull. Fortunately for the sailors, yet unfortunately for the squid, the steel of the ship proved either too slick or too hard for the tentacles to grapple and pierce. Each squid that tried to land the Brunswick ended up perishing after sliding into the tanker's propellers. As recently as 2003, a giant squid attempted to take down a boat, this time a French yacht sailing, ironically, in the Jules Verne Trophy, a prize for the fastest global circumnavigation by a yacht. Luckily, the 26-foot-long, that's about 8-meter squid, gave up before its demise, or that of the boat. Some scientists are skeptical that squid are dangerous to humans or watercraft, suggesting that they're a species with a fish-based diet and therefore have no need to attack humans or the steel of a ship. But whether they're actively pursuing our vessels or not, no gigantic squid has yet taken down a modern ship. 
but it hasn't been for the lack of trying. Today's episode was written by Maria Tremarchi and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other huge topics, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. Howstuffworks.com.